the following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Them boys from Sandy Fort, Delaware, baby. Perched on the Top Rope podcast. You better listen to it or I'm going to be on the Perched on the Top Rope and I'm going to drop this froggy bow on your head. Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former dirt sheet writer from Sports Kita, Rinkside News, the Sportster, the Richest, and everywhere in between. I am your host, Lee Walker. I am joined by my co-host this evening from YouTube.com in Justin We Trust. He is also the Perched correspondent as he goes to every wrestling show known to man justin largito justin how you doing today i'm doing great man uh and you know that continues this monday with 30th anniversary of monday night raw in philadelphia and i'm excited i brought up before on the last show that it'll be my 100th lifetime show so big deal all the legends are going to come out for me you know undertaker rick flair kurt angle all of them so a big deal coming up this week all coming out for justin ladies and gentlemen it. it's gonna be incredible your 100th show that's pretty awesome it's it's crazy to think about and sit here and kind of reminisce but you know unfortunately though if you know you heard from the show opener uh we've used the the briscoe brothers show opener before in the past Except this time it's followed with the 10 bell salute, as you all heard. We would like to send our thoughts, prayers, and condolences to Jay Briscoe's friends, family, and work colleagues as he has passed away. Uh, current Ring of Honor tag team champion. Uh, the details as follow this is right from the state delaware uh website justin uh the 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 delaware state police are investigating a fatal accident that occurred in laurel late yesterday afternoon that resulted in the deaths of two people on january 17th 2023 at approximately 509 a 2019 Chevy Silverado 1500 was traveling westbound on Laurel Road, just west of Goose Nest Road. At the same time, a 2016 Chevy Silverado 2500 was traveling eastbound on Laurel Road in the same vicinity. For unknown reasons, the driver of the 1500 pickup truck failed to remain in her lane Crossed the center lane 
and entered eastbound lane on Laurel Road directly into the path of the Silverado 2500. This resulted in a head-on collision between the two pickup trucks in the eastbound lane. The driver of the Silverado 1500, identified as 27-year-old Lillianne, I can't pronounce her last name, of Frankfurt, Delaware, uh, was wearing her seatbelt. The driver of the Silverado 2500, identified as uh, 38-year-old Jermaine Pug, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, I'm sorry if that's wrong, of Laurel, Delaware, was not wearing his seatbelt. Both drivers pronounced dead at the scene. Two passengers in Paul's pickup truck identified as his 12-year-old daughter and his 9-year-old daughter, uh, both properly restrained, both girls taken to the ambulance to an area to the area hospital and admitted in critical condition. Uh, after this, Justin, we did see that Jay's wife posted on Facebook that basically that, you know, her daughter was going in, one of her daughters were going into surgery. The, the post didn't say which one. Um, one of them's going into surgery. One of them already came out of surgery. Uh, and the one that was going into surgery that they were basically asking for prayers for her to be able to walk again. Overall, this is just a really, really sad thing to happen to not just anyone, but, you know, in the wrestling community, we don't get a lot of deaths often from people that are currently on rosters. So this kind of, this shook the wrestling world. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely it's one of those things that were just really out of nowhere and you kind of just sit back and, you know, look at 38 years old and the way everything happens, you know, you know it sucks. Things can end at any moment and this is a sad situation all around. Uh, my prayers go out to the family completely. You know, this is just awful. Uh, the children, I believe it was his, uh, his 13-year-old daughter and excuse me, my, her, her name doesn't, you know, isn't on my in my on my mind right now but uh from what i know she couldn't feel anything on from the waist down from this accident so you know pray, prayers to her it sounds like she's the one who was going into the surgery uh again don't quote me on that i believe that's what i heard from uh Meltzer, but you know it's unfortunate uh mark mark briscoe the other half of the ring of honor world uh world tag team champions you know, it was his birthday the day after all this. Terrible. It's, I, I can't even imagine how he's feeling right now. You know, it, it, this all came out of nowhere just Tuesday night and just smacked everyone right in the face out of nowhere. So a lot of emotions this week when it comes to the, the Briscoe situation. Yes. And when it comes to that, Justin... Normally, we don't, I don't want to say normally, I mean, in the past we have, but it's very rare that we see companies acknowledge other wrestlers' deaths, per se. Every company, every organization out there recognized Jay Briscoe's passing. 
um, Impact. He's been part of Impact. Obviously, Ring of Honor, AEW, NWA, and WWE. And WWE was retweeting all of its superstars that were tweeting about Jay's death. Uh, I also saw that there is a like a GoFundMe out there for him for expenses, uh, especially you know when it comes to you know funeral expenses, the surgeries for the daughters. Uh, wrestlers tend to not have the best health insurance and they have to generally pay out of pocket for their health insurance due to the nature of their profession um we'll have that link in the description so check it out donate or even share it any anything helps at this point you know and now justin this kind of shakes up ring of honor a little bit with the tag team titles they're gonna have to figure out what to do there What's Jay's brother going to do? Will he wrestle again? Will he continue on with a singles career? Will he try and find another tag team partner? These are questions that I'm asking now, but I don't think we'll find out until much later after everything has subsided with this. But the hard part is I look at this because AEW is such a young company that they've now had, you know, even though ring of honor is like a, I don't want to say like a farm league to AEW, but in their short time, this is their second death to really rock the company. Yeah. And, you know, both very young. We had Brody Lee, who was, you know, just oh, 40 years old in one week, I believe, just not even not even right into his 40s yet, or maybe he was 41, but even still, that's just very young and not an age you want to see somebody go at. And Jay Briscoe, just barely on the cusp of 39 years old, I believe his birthday would have been uh, at some point next week. And, you know, he's gone now. And... You know, as you brought up, every wrestling company has acknowledged this this week. And it's interesting because with the future Ring of Honor and Limbo this past year, the Briscoes were, if you really sit back and think about it, were seemingly everywhere this year. You know, what racking up tag team gold, whether it be NWA with the Crockett Cup or Impact with the Impact World titles. Worked a lot of indies this past year. Uh, not that they never have before, but I mean, more than they've done, at least with ring of honor the future of that being uncertain and before tony khan purchasing it and figuring out what he's going to do with it uh you know we saw him in gcw uh not in the last year but they they have worked new japan and pro wrestling noah before they've held the tag titles there so the briscoes have had a legendary career everywhere except for wb and even wb you know made mention of the briscoes and jay briscoe's passing this week uh, which a lot of respect to them, even going as far as to pulling a funeral segment from NXT this past week with the New Day. So, you know, everyone is just coming out of the works and showing their respect, and it's great to see. Uh, it's unfortunate it has to happen in such a tra tragic, you know, moment, though. 
Yeah, and even NXT commentary with uh, Booker T, they had acknowledged the passing of of Jay Briscoe on NXT, which was really a, a sombering moment to to see because, like I said, you don't really hear that much or see that much companies doing it for other wrestlers. You know, um, Chris Benoit was one even though the circumstances were different. Owen Hart was another one. Uh, just very, very sad. And, you know, a wife loses a husband. Uh, kids lose their father. A brother is lost. And it's more than just wrestling. It becomes more than just wrestling at this point. Uh, and whatever happens... Uh, as far as the Ring of Honor tag team titles and stuff like that. When we find out, we'll keep you updated. But like I said, uh, it's not about wrestling at this moment. It's it's about that family. You know, just kind of like what we saw with the Buffalo Bills happen with uh, DeMar went into cardiac arrest on the field. Uh, it was no longer about the football game. It was about him. That's why I'm saying right now, it's not about wrestling. It's about him and his family and everything that they've had to endure the last couple of days. And like you said, he's just shy of his 39th birthday coming up. Right. Like a week away. Um, it's always hard to like transition from a death to try and like cover other news. Like I don't, I don't know how news anchors do it to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, you know, when we watched them in Impact, you know, they had a great match with uh, Doc Gall Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. You know, they were ha they had a great feud with FTR. There'll always be a spot in the Rushmore on Mount Rushmore for greatest tag teams of all times, and that will go one spot to the Briscoes without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And you know, they've, they pretty much been like the heart and soul of ring of honor. The last, what has it been? 22, 23 years. Ring of honor has been in business now, uh, you know, from their very first show. And it's, it's good to see in retrospect, but the Briscoes were actually inducted into the ring of honor hall of fame, which really doesn't get brought up too much this past year. Uh, so, you know, another accomplishment for them, and it just shows how much of an impact they've had, you know, on Ring of Honor and on the independent scene as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't get brought up much with them, with the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, which is, you know, really a shame. They, you know, like you said, they were the heart and soul of Ring of Honor, but there was a big piece of them that were the heart and soul of the tag team division all over the world in professional wrestling. Uh, and, and all that, you know, we can really say left about him is the man had a great career. He was a great family man. And we send our condolences to his friends, family, work colleagues, and everyone in between. Absolutely. Now, I watched AEW Dynamite the other night and they had the image 
with him with the tribute and things like that and a lot of wrestlers had done like their own little tributes throughout the show like you saw the young bucks with the normal uh name for an armband on themselves uh hitting the doomsday device you know things like that which was really nice to see but from my understanding, Justin, you know why there wasn't like a full tribute show uh, this fast for him. So why don't you let the fans know at home uh, what's what's going on with that and why why we didn't get a full tribute show from AEW Dynamite. Right. So I will point out before I even get into the whole thing, there was a tribute show that was taped following Dynamite and Rampage this past week. Uh, it's going to air on Honor Club, and it's going to be on YouTube for free because, you know, Tony Khan believes everyone should be able to see this tribute show. So he's not going to hide it behind a paywall on Honor Club. It'll be on Honor Club, but it'll also be on YouTube as well. Uh, the date on when it's going to be uploaded is to be determined right now. Uh, but also, I believe he's planning another tribute show, and Super Card of Honor WrestleMania weekend this year will also be dedicated to Jay Briscoe. Now, if you're wondering why there wasn't, I don't want to say there was no mention of Jay Briscoe on Dynamite at all, because there was, there absolutely was. They showed the graphic at the beginning, the in-memorial the in graphic, and, you know, wrestlers, they had their, their armbands, as you brought up, Lee, with the Young Bucks, and Jay Lethal had one, uh, and a few others. I believe Brian Danielson had one as well during his match, and Bandito, Um and Excalibur, you know, at the end of the show kind of had a mention as well. But other than that, uh, there wasn't a whole lot to it tribute show-wise. And we all know the deal. Why we haven't seen the Briscoes wrestle on Dynamite or Rampage or any kind of AEW television since Tony Khan has acquired Ring of Honor. You know, we've seen other Ring of Honor talents compete on the show. But due to... Uh, some tweets that were put out by Jay Briscoe over 10 years ago. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go into what he said. Uh, they were homophobic related, you know. But he had apologized multiple times since then. He had tried to do good, uh, you know, trying to understand what he did wrong and, you know, have sympathy. Uh, and, you know, it, it it sucks because, you know, we, we say shit all the time and we don't even fucking realize it i'll say it right now like you know i could say shit 10 years ago i'm not that person today <laughs> you know it sucks it, you do it sometimes but it happens it's unfortunate uh and that's kind of what happened here so warner brothers had a real issue with this to the point where they wouldn't let the briscoes compete on you know their television show Dynamite, Rampage, anything Turner Broadcasting Network related. And that's why we haven't seen the Briscoes on TV. That's why when there's a Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up and they have to build a match with FTR and the Briscoes, they got to find some kind of way around it. So they'll have the guns on behalf of the Briscoes challenge FTR to a title match or, you know, FTR will challenge the Briscoes and they got to put out a response on Twitter. But the reason I bring all this up, it sounds like Tony Khan was planning on doing a tribute show on Dynamite this week. 
I don't know how much different the show would have been compared to, you know, what was scheduled on Dynamite or what happened on Dynamite. But it sounds like Warner Media had blocked any chance of any kind of tribute show airing on TBS or TNT this week. Now, Lee, what what do you think about this whole situation? Because I I have my own thoughts and I feel like I kind of want to hear from somebody else's perspective what they think about this. I have family in the LGBT community and I know what his comments were back then, but I mean, also back then, 10 years ago, if you played Call of Duty Modern Warfare or Call of Duty World at War or Call of Duty with, you know, Nuketown and all that stuff. Justin, have you played those games? Yeah. Okay, so so you 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 remember what uh the chat room was like in those games? Right. Everyone's swearing, cursing each other. It's the most toxic field in the world. Like you couldn't say one thing without being called something derogatory or racist or sexualized or you know things to that nature. Again, that's also ten years ago. Now, when you play Call of Duty you say any just one swear word someone you know hits the report button on you so i mean obviously times have changed in that amount of time um the only thing is is yes he did apologize profusely to make up for the things he said i'm not bothered by it per se personally I wasn't bothered by it 10 years ago. And if he, you know, had truly, you know, had felt his apology was enough, which he apologized a lot about, about it over the years. I remember, I think it was just one of those things people weren't willing to let bygones be bygones on. And um, it's just really kind of an example of, you know, watch what you say on social media at the end of the day. Right. But, you know, we were getting them after all these years coming into their own, seeing them on TV with Impact and uh, AEW pay-per-views and Ring of Honor pay-per-views again. And it's just a shame, you know, it's just, it just really sucks. Um, Like I said, now, like I said, it's not about the wrestling. It's about, the father, the son, you know, the husband in all of this. And now uh, there's daughters that go without a father, a wife that goes without a husband, a, a brother that goes without his brother, parents that go without their, their son and so on and so forth. Um, you know, there's obviously colleagues that, that have lost their friend in the business in which from all the tweets we saw, obviously the man had a lot of respect in the business at this point, you know, regardless of those comments, you know what I mean? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's 10 years later. 
if like to me that's something that people hold against him 10 years later after his passing i mean i've never you're always taught to not speak ill of the dead so if that's the case i would just say keep your comments to yourself like let the friends and family grieve there's there's no reason to get on social media and bash him for comments 10 years ago at this point you know let let everyone heal there's a lot of people suffering in this one um like i said in the wrestling community we don't get a lot of deaths from current roster people to the point that like i could literally name them all going through this show type deal you know what i mean you're right so it, it's very sad uh i i feel bad for the family rest in power jay briscoe now i just want to say on my end and i'm not saying one's you know different from one from the other one's the same as the other do you feel with this whole thing and everything tbs and tnt has against the briscoes you see it as kind of a double standard where say we have a Sammy Guevara on Dynamite and Rampage Weekly, you know, who went on a podcast five years ago, six years ago, whatever it was, you know, saying they wanted to uh, rape Sasha Banks. Do you get where I'm coming from with that? Like, Yeah, you're trying to look at it as like almost kind of like this is a double standard move on their part. Um, like basically like, oh, well, you know, he said he'd rape this girl and that that's okay, but uh, these guys used a derogatory term such as faggot against homosexuals, and we're not cool with that. Right. Yeah, I see a double standard there type deal. Like, oh, because one involved a woman, it's okay to say, but this one is, uh, yeah, we're too homophobic for this. We can't do that. Sorry. Um, I, I, They are... I, it's kind of hard to say which one's worse than the other is essentially, you know, racism worse than sexual assault. That's basically what we're going with here. I mean, you can't really make a comparison to the two. It's that's, it's rather hard. Both are bad. Both are bad. Let's be honest. Um, But in my honest opinion, one is just a word. And I know the whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. They are just words. However, the act of which Sammy Garvara talked about is an act. It's a sexual act done to somebody against their will. So if you really want me to compare the two, I would say that what Sammy said is worse. Yeah, and this isn't me like trying to sit here and come after Sammy Guevara for no reason, you know. I think Sammy Guevara is a great professional wrestler despite his recent booking and, you know, my disagreements with it over the last year or so. But, you know, you just kind of look at that and it's like, hey, like this is cool, but this isn't. And you're kind of holding it against this guy for 10 years now. And, you know, here he is. He's passed. Family's grieving. Friends are grieving. And we can't even have a proper tribute show for the guy. That's just kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah, and if, it, if if that was the case where they blocked it from happening, that's really shitty on the network's part. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear from Tony Khan on it. 
about about the situation at hand uh whether it be the next media call uh which we're on all the time or whether he addresses it in an interview or on social media uh but I'll be uh I'll be looking forward to that. I'll be looking forward to see like what what is said and and how um that is definitely a crappy situation though if if the network was like no. Like let the company grieve for the man, let you know, let the tribute happen. Um we did get some we got forms of a tribute on the AEW Dynamite show on Wednesday. Um, just make sure you look for your local listings for the tribute show for Dre Bisco with uh, Ring of Honor and Honor Club. You know, aside from that, Justin, the wrestling world has been rocked the past couple of weeks. You know, we didn't get to talk about it last week, but a lot went down in WWE with Vince McMahon making his way back into WWE. What was your panic set like? Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> First off, I want to point out all the bad shit happens during NXT I've noticed this year. <laughs> we we have this Jay Briscoe stuff and you know, the week before we have uh, the fucking rumor of Saudi Arabia purchasing WB and you know, all the bad shit happens during NXT. We just got to fucking lock ourselves up on Tuesday nights. But uh, I hate to say that I saw this coming at some point. As much as I wanted to sit here and, you know, think, no, they would never like let Vince back into the company as as an executive or put him on the board or anything like that. Vince uh Vince played the my dick is bigger than yours game and waived his uh his percentage in shares against the board and found his way back into the company. Not only has Vince found his way back into the company, he is back in his position as the chairman of the board. Now, it's also safe to point out uh, two talent meetings were held this past week in WB before SmackDown and before Raw. Pretty much to say, hey, like, calm the fuck down. Triple H is still going to be head of creative. Vince will not have a part in creative. Which, it's Vince. <laughs> you know, he can say he's not going to have a part in creative as much as he wants, but Vince McMahon has said a lot of things over the years. <laughs> Vince McMahon has done a lot of things over the years, which is why he is in the position he is in right now. <laughs> and, you know, at this point, I'm just kind of hoping for the best. I hope, I hope we don't get as much Vince interaction with creative, but I know it's not very likely. I'm trying, kind of trying to hope that Triple H does the right thing and, you know, is very hands-on and tries to keep Vince out of there as best as possible, but I'm not too confident in that right now. So I'll I'll get to the the sale of WWE in a minute. Right. This with Vince. There was a lot of things going on when this was being talked about. Like the wrestling community lost their minds 
Justin with this. Oh, I had so, anxiety. This isn't even my fucking company. <laughs> yeah. So where panic set in was hearing the rumors that he's going to hold it hostage. He's not going to help in negotiations for the new TV deals, this and that. He felt he was wronged and he wanted back in his company. He wasn't going to negotiate TV deals and he was going to hold the company hostage from my, from my understanding. He was yeah. basically, he was basically going to hold the company hostage. If you don't give me what I want, I'm not going to do this. Like, you know, almost blackmailing. Uh, and somehow he gets voted back in unanimously, by the way. And as soon as he gets brought back in, he fires three people from my understanding, yep. three top people and brought in two of his own. But the most shocking part out of it all, I mean, aside from, you know, this going on with Vince, was the fact that, um, I just lost my train of thought, holy crap. It's, it's It's not the fact that Vince coming back, it was Stephanie McMahon resigning from being co CEO. Now, the rumors I read, uh, are the fact that Stephanie and Triple H are not happy with Vince wanting to sell the company, which played a big part in Stephanie resigning from WWE. She made a huge post on social media about it and uh, things to that nature, which, you know, it is uh, what it is there. I, I think it's kind of sad that a man of that age would drive his own family out of the company. Obviously, I think something set him off and made him mad where someone was whispering in his ear, Hey, this was no big deal. You can get back in the company. You should be back in the company. And I mean, let's also face it. Vince also said he wasn't going to retire until the day he died. So now he's like, well, if you won't let me run my company, I'm going to sell it. Right. And the last I heard, the price tag on it is pretty, pretty hefty, Justin. Yeah. I want to say dollars. Yeah. Um, now, you had brought up the sale with uh, Saudi Arabia, which is where people really start to freak out. Myself included, by the way. And I'll, I'll admit that. Myself included as a stockholder. Right. Because the. Uh, Saudi company that was going to buy it was going to make it private, which means it would take stock away. They'd have to buy your stock back, which I mean, fine, but whatever. Like, uh, I kind of like that money, especially after the stocks went up from like $62 a share all the way up to 90 a share. I was like, hey, yeah, you can sell. I'm in the money. I'm in the money. Especially when I bought in back when the stocks first hit the market, it was like 988 a share. That's when I first bought in the very first time. So it paid off a little bit there, but uh, there's a ton of rumors, and then the rumors were debunked that they're not selling to Saudi Arabia, and then there's the rumors that Nick Khan met with Disney, which fans, if you've listened to this show, we've had former WWE Rob Hockman as a host for nearly a year, and last year, Justin, before we brought you on. Uh, we were talking about the sale of WWE to Disney already. 
Uh, there's other rumors and runnings looking at buying the company, which I believe one of them was, uh, aside from Disney, another one was uh, NBC with the Peacock because uh, WWE is already on that streaming service. And then the, the, the big curveball there was uh, that Tony Khan in AEW could have a WWE merger. He does have the money, which right. is shocking, but I I don't see WWE selling to AEW at all. Justin, if you had to pick, who do you think would is in the, the, the best running for WWE? So I've said it since day one, ever since, you know, talks of a sale even began. I think NBC Universal is definitely like the front runner for it. You know, you brought up the network is on Peacock now. Uh, you know, USA already has Raw and NXT every week. I believe SmackDown's deal with Fox is coming up next year, too. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, so, you know, I mean, they're practically WB's home at this point. Uh, even before the Fox deal, you know, they aired like the Tribute to the Troops specials on NBC uh, every year. So I yeah. think they're definitely the front runners in all this. Yeah. And the other thing with Stephanie that I had noticed was uh, she also had surgery. She had something done on her ankle, which at first I thought, okay, maybe that's why she's resigning. But then when you hear all the stuff in the dirt sheets about, you know, them being unhappy with the selling of WWE and uh, I would not be happy if I was a family member and my dad was going to sell the company. I, I'm from a family business. I mean, you can watch my episode on MTV True Life. I work for my parents. You know, so I know what I know what that's like. I've done that. You know, and, and when you know your parents don't want you to run the company, it's generally because of one of two things. One, they want the money. Two, they don't trust you to run the company. And I'm really, really, really leaning towards, I don't think with Vince it's about the money. He's 80 years old. I don't think he's got faith in Stephanie or Shane running the company, which obviously he doesn't because Shane doesn't have anything to do with the company, really. Right. That we see much anymore. Uh, and obviously he doesn't trust Stephanie because now she resigned. She's left the company. And that leaves Hunter, who you would think could be the one to run the company. But Vince doesn't like what happened. So Vince, I feel like, is doing what we do in psychology. As you get older, you tend to revert to a childlike state of behavior and i feel like vince is acting like a child you don't say <laughs> <laughs> you you for you forced me out of this i'm gonna come back and i'm not gonna do anything until you sell until this happens i really hope he doesn't mess with creative but like how do you gotta feel if like you're mia yim or like your carrion hmm. cross or scarlet johnny gargano candace LeRae? you know you're one of these talents bray wyatt that gets brought back after being the like 
one of 130 plus that was released during COVID, you know, during the pandemic. I'd be pretty scared in that essence. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. You know, all it's going to take is one week Vince decides, hey, I'm going to go to Raw. I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit in my normal seat, you know, we're creative. He's going to go, what the fuck's a hit row? Why the fuck do we bring Bray Wyatt back? Where's Car- Kinky Cross's fucking helmet? What You know, what's going on here? Yeah, you know. Absolutely wild. You know, and, and speaking of wild, Justin, um, tomorrow I was supposed to be in Albany. We were going to meet AEW star Dustin Rhodes, formerly known as Goldust of WWE, who's also, you know, been on the show as he's done a show opener for us, which is really cool. But uh, obviously something happened between him and Hero's hideout, the store that was going to hold the uh, meet and greet. With the AEW star, Dustin. I have figures. I had them already. I had a, um, two of his like Series 5 Elite. Uh, 2013-style Elite. A retro and AEW figure, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin tweets out about, you know, sorry to those... Um, you know, the meet and greet's not going to happen at Heroes Hideout, yada, yada. Uh, seemingly like a fight occurred on Twitter between Heroes Hideout and Dustin, that Dustin changed the price, this and that, yada, yada. Stuff about the price of action figures or, you know, who knows what. All I know is we're not getting the meet and greet. And I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I don't think any of us are happy about it. I mean, we've been waiting for this for, what, almost a year now when you think about it? Last November it was, right? Yeah. Um, I believe last November it was announced, and then March it was supposed to happen. Then that got postponed in October, and then postponed in now. But... Yeah. Great. So Heroes Hideout was claiming that it's because... Dustin's holding him up for more money. We've met Dustin. Dustin's a nice guy. I do know that since the pandemic, a lot of wrestlers have gotten managers, raised their appearance fee prices, which means uh, the promoters like we have, like we've had Ultimo Dragon, we've had Karrion Cross and Scarlet at Baltimore Celeb Fest. Uh, you know, so we've done these shows with, with wrestlers, Justin, and um, meet and greets went from, depending on who the star was, from $30 a combo to now the average wrestlers, like 60, 70 bucks a combo. Right. Now, if you're a guy like me, it's a three hour drive. Of course, I don't drive a car i've got a truck so three hour drive in my dodge 1500 
back and forth, I'm probably looking about 70, 80 bucks in gas alone. You know, then there's food, then there's what I'm spending. Then, of course, I'm at a store, so I want to see what they got. Now, of course, you know me, I always leave with something anyway. Right. It's a shame because we're seeing all these different uh, wrestling meet and greet things happen. And we had one of our own, Justin, in Albany that nothing's been announced and it's January and it's usually held in March. So I'm, I'm likely it's not going to happen. I think it's pretty safe to say it won't be happening. You know, which means, you know, for guys like us, Justin based out of Albany, uh, if I, you know, we go to Baltimore celeb fest, that means I drive to Albany. We go from Albany to Baltimore, or if we want to go to the icons of wrestling show, which is in Philadelphia, again, I have to drive to Albany. Then we have to drive to Philadelphia. If we wanted to go to the 80s show in New Jersey, again, I have to drive to Albany, which is a three-hour drive. Then we go from Albany to Jersey, which is another couple-hour drive, which we've done some pretty crazy stuff. We went from we have. <laughs> I went from Oswego to Albany, Albany to Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Poughkeepsie, and then back to Albany. <laughs> Poughkeepsie back to Albany, Albany back to Oswego. Like... All that for the sake of meeting wrestlers. And, and and let's be real honest, Justin, it has gotten expensive, these meet and greets and everything. Oh, dude, I, absolutely. I, I miss the fucking days where it was like, okay, here's your 20 photo, 20 auto, tw uh, 30 combo. Now it feels like you can't go any meet and greet, and it's at least a 50 combo, if anything. You know? Yeah, and for me, like, if, if it's in Albany, no matter what, it's like a $200 day for me. After right. I tally up gas, uh, throughway tolls, food, things like that, you know, it's it's an expensive day for me. And sometimes more, depending on the talent and you know what we're what we're bringing to have signed. And yeah, like know? Bray Wyatt with twelve figures. <laughs> right, I didn't have that much, but Lily went all out for Bray Wyatt. I really did. It was absolutely crazy. And you know, speaking of action figures, fans, starting back up. On Wednesday, you'll be able to hear the Perched on the Top Shelf episodes uh, where we have been reviewing the Hasbro figures. And we apologize that we had to stop for a while. Um, I had gone through three deaths in two weeks. I had a friend tell me uh, he's got a brain tumor. Uh, a girl I'm talking to had a mammogram done and now she has to go back in for more testing. So I got rocked by a lot of uh, family and friend uh, emotional stuff that, you know, really hit me hard and had to walk away for a little bit. Um, things are, you know, progressing and, and going better mentally and physically. So good to go there. I'm back. And you can catch that Wednesday as I believe Justin, uh, you and Chris Phantom had done a few episodes, and I believe this Wednesday will be Series 4. Series 3, actually. Okay, Series 3. We'll be on Series yeah. 3 of the Hasbros. Uh, so for those of you uh, in the podcast world who would like to watch, you can watch on YouTube.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. If you want to listen to the episode, <clears throat> you can listen to it 
anywhere and anywhere podcasts are found from Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it. We are there. It's perched on the top rope. While the name of the show is perched on the top shelf because it's a toy show, uh, we are under the perched on the top rope banner. If you would like to see Justin and all of his vlogs traveling to shows, I make an appearance in there, by the way. Go to youtube.com slash trust. Now you'll be seeing me maybe a little more frequently on there, especially come WrestleMania. That's going to be a long video, folks. So get ready. You can also catch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope, Twitter at perched top rope, Instagram at perched on the top rope podcast. You can catch us on TikTok. It's perched on the top rope where we do hilarious, hilarious Selena scenes involving the greatest moments in professional wrestling history. And if that doesn't tickle your fancy, you can watch the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog. That's right. You heard me say that right. Former WCW producer, wrestler, and legend in the business, Kevin Sullivan, getting humped by a dog. I would prefer you watch it on hump day on Wednesdays. It makes it that much more better. Ladies and gentlemen, you can also catch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash perched on the top rope, where Alex will be streaming and playing video games. You can also catch uh, uploads and highlights of those videos at youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. That is on Sundays. You'll be able to catch the perched on the top rope podcast on Fridays. And you can catch perched on the top shelf on Wednesdays at 1230 perched on the top rope Friday at 1230 and Sunday at nine Alex over at twitch.tv Justin his vlogs every time he goes to a show he also has unboxings which we have unboxings as well and uh this saturday ladies and gentlemen there will be an epic unboxing video involving not only justin get ready for this not only will there be a prototype figure in the prototype box but there's also a prototype slash unreleased figure that didn't make it out due to racism you'll have to catch that saturday youtube.com slash perched on the top rope fans remember spoiler freeze the way to be we're out we're out